podcast that never feels like a loser, loser, NyQuil boozer. What's What's Shaken with with Shainer? The podcast that celebrates the passion and the madness of the geek, the nerd, and often the absurd. With your host, Shaken Shainer. Nerd Welcome to this special episode of What's Shaking with Shaner. As always, I am your host, Shaken Shaner. Yeah, that's right. I know you probably already thought or maybe even knew this. I am a disabled Marine Corps veteran, so today we will be celebrating the Marine Corps birthday and honoring all our fellow veterans for Veterans Day. For those unaware, the Marine Corps birthday is on November 10th and is, yeah, Something of a big deal, it sure is. After all, it includes a formal ball and a celebration deep in Marine Corps tradition. To all of my fellow Leathernecks, Jarheads, and Devil Dogs, happy birthday. In November 1919, President Wilson proclaimed November 11th as the first commemoration of Armistice Day, which was in honor of the cessation of fighting in World War I in the 11th month, on the 11th day, at the 11th hour. In 1954, laws were passed to change Armistice Day to Veterans Day to honor all veterans, including those who fought in World War II and Korea. Veterans Day is still honored at the 11th hour, on the 11th day, in the 11th month, at locations around the world to include the National Ceremony at Arlington National Cemetery. All of those who served are veterans, and we recognize you today and thank you for your service in the defense of this nation. However, there are some differences, yeah, there is, between each of the branches of service. I'm a Marine, so I'm going to be a little biased, what we are. I am not shy, don't even care if it sounds biased because, hey, the few, the proud, right? Here's a classic example of the differences. Ask the Marines to secure a building, and they will charge in, kill everybody inside, and then set up defenses to make sure nobody gets in. But if you ask the Army to secure a building, they will set up a perimeter around it and make sure nobody gets out. Ask the Navy to secure a building, and they will turn off all the lights and lock all of the doors at 1700. Yeah, it's okay, Navy. You are what you are. And then, last, and sometimes least, depends who you ask, the Air Force. If you ask the Air Force to secure a building, they will sign a 10-year lease with an option to buy. (laughs) No, I'm I'm not joking. That pretty much sounds right. Yeah. I don't know what I've been told. I don't know what I've been told. Navy wings are made of gold. Navy wings are made of gold. I don't know, but it's been said. I don't know, but it's been said. Air Force wings are made of lead. Air Force wings are made of lead. Today we will be discussing one of the most iconic Marines ever to wear the uniform, Dan Daly, a legendary badass. Daniel Joseph Daly was born on November 11th, 1873 in Glen Cove, New York. By size, he wasn't a huge man. He was five foot six, 
and weighed roughly 130 pounds. But he did establish himself with quite a reputation as an amateur boxer. He enlisted in the United States Marine Corps on January 10, 1899. Daly joined the Marine Corps with the hopes to fight in the Spanish-American War. However, the war ended while he was going through his training at the Brooklyn Navy Yard. Although he missed the Spanish-American War, he saw combat in China, Haiti, and in France during World War I, which is what we're really going to be focused on in this episode. Daly was one of two Marines to receive the Medal of Honor for two separate combat engagements. The other Marine was Major General Smedley Butler, whom, if you recall, we highlighted in our fifth episode. They served together in a few locations, and Butler described Daly as the fightinest Marine I ever knew. Daly was reportedly offered an officer's commission twice, to which he responded, he would rather be an outstanding sergeant than just some other officer. One, two, three, four, United States Marine Corps. One, two, three, four, United States Marine Corps. One, two, three, four, I love the Marine Corps. One, two, three, four, I love the Marine Corps. My Corps. My Corps. Your Corps. Your Corps. Our Corps. Our Corps. Marine Corps. Marine Corps. Mmm, good. Mmm, good. Mmm, good. Mmm, good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Left, right, left, right, left, right, left. Left, right, left, right, left, right, left. The Boxer Rebellion also known as the Boxer Uprising or the Boxer Insurrection, was an anti-foreign, anti-colonial, and anti-Christian uprising in China between 1899 and 1901. It was led by the Society of Righteous and Harmonious Fists, known as the Boxers in English because many of its members had practiced Chinese martial arts, which at the time was frequently referred to as Chinese boxing, hence the Boxer Rebellion. Beginning in 1899, boxers spread violence across China, destroying foreign property such as railroads and attacking and murdering Christian missionaries and Chinese Christians. The events came to a head in June of 1900 when boxer fighters convinced they were invulnerable to foreign weapons converged on Beijing with the slogan, Support the Qing Government and Exterminate the Foreigner. Diplomats, missionaries, and soldiers, and some Chinese Christians, took refuge in the diplomatic legation quarter, which was an eight-nation alliance of America, Austro-Hungary, British, French, German, Italy, and Japan, and to include Russian troops. They all moved in to help lift the siege. Dan Daly was deployed to China with Captain Newt Hall's Marine Detachment, or the 1st Regiment, to protect the American Embassy. When the Marines arrived, they found a small contingent of German soldiers camped or outpost near the American Embassy. A group of Marines were sent to dispatch the Germans to get them out of the area of the American Embassy, and the rest of the Marines headed off to gather reinforcements and supplies to rebuild the fortifications around the American embassy. But they needed a volunteer to stay back and make sure everything was okay. And who was it? Yep, you guessed it. Private Dan Daly volunteered to stay back and hold the fort while they were gone. 
Unfortunately, they were all gone longer than we thought, and at that night, while on guard alone, Private Dan Daly was faced with a sudden, huge force of Chinese boxers. They started bull-rushing the American embassy with torches, rifles, and various other weapons raised above their heads, screaming like crazy. They had come for with one simple mission, destroy the American embassy and kill all Americans inside. Daly was the only man between this rampaging horde and the diplomatic legation. In the face of an seemingly unending onslaught, Dan Daly knew it was time to be a Marine. He loaded up all of his ammunition, took a deep breath, made sure he had his bayonet and everything around him, and started to fight. The next morning, the rest of Private Daly's squad arrived at the barricade that Daly had been charged with defending. It was early morning, there was still smoke and, and fog and a haze around the carnage, and as they approached, they saw Dan Daly sitting there, relaxed, smoking a cigarette. As they start to look around, they realize they are surrounded by the bodies of 200 slain boxers. That's right. Dan Daly single-handedly protected the embassy in the face of impossible odds and took out 200 of the enemy by himself. By himself. For this, Private Daly received his first Congressional Medal of Honor. His citation states, The President of the United States of America, in the name of Congress, takes pleasure in presenting the Medal of Honor to Private Daniel Joseph Daly, United States Marine Corps, for extraordinary heroism while serving with the Captain Newt Hall's Marine Detachment 1st Regiment in the action in the presence of the enemy during the Battle of Peking, China, August 14, 1900. Daly distinguished himself by his meritorious conduct. Meritorious conduct? You kidding me? He protected the American delegation and single-handedly took out 200 of the enemy. Yeah, I would say that's meritorious. Left, 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 right, Leo. Left, 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 right, Leo. Oh, right, Leo. Oh, right, Leo. Left, right, Leo. Left, right, Leo. Left, right, Leo. Left, right, Leo. Left to double time. Left to double time. In 1914, Daly was transferred to Haiti during the American occupation of that country. It was here that he would distinguish himself in combat yet again. Daly, who was now a gunnery sergeant at this point, was part of a platoon that had been sent out on a recon mission deep into the Haitian countryside. One day, as they were crossing a small river, the Marines found themselves in the middle of a deadly ambush. 400 Haitian rebels poured fire into the 35-man platoon from three different sides of the river, tearing in to the U.S. Marines. They fought hard and managed to push their way across the river. Unfortunately, they lost several members of their platoon, but when they got across, they were able to set up defensive positions and tried to fight off this relentless attack. The platoon's heavy machine gun, which was on the back of a mule, had fallen into the river when the mule was killed during the ambush. Things looked pretty bleak for the heavily outnumbered, outgunned Marines. 
Then Sergeant Daly stepped up. That's right. He made his way out of the American position into the middle of the night. Marine Corps tra tradition says he stripped down, covered his body in mud and clay, and then ran several clicks in the dark into the jungle, back to the river, and not be detected. Once he got to the river, he jumped in and he had to untie the machine gun from the back of the dead mule, pull it up and out of the river. Again, we said he's 130 pounds. He strapped this heavy machine gun to his back and ran back in to the jungle in the complete darkness without being spotted by the enemy. He was able to sneak back in to join his platoon. Well, the following morning, the now heavily armed Marines split into three fire teams and not only repelled the rebels, but when it was all said and done, the rebel units were completely annihilated, and Sergeant Daly thus earned his second Congressional Medal of Honor. His citation states, The President of the United States of America in the name of Congress takes pleasure in presenting the Medal of Honor second award to Gunnery Sergeant Daniel Joseph Daly, United States Marine Corps, for extraordinary heroism in action while serving with the 15th Company of Marines, 2nd Marine Regiment, on October 22, 1915. Gunnery Sergeant Daly was one of the company to leave Fort Liberty, Haiti, for a six-day reconnaissance. After dark on the evening of October 24th, while crossing the river in a deep ravine, the detachment was suddenly fired upon from three sides by approximately 400 rebels concealed in bushes approximately 100 yards from the fort. The Marine detachment fought its way forward to a good position, which it maintained during the night, although subjected to a continuous fire from the rebels. At daybreak, the Marines in three squads advanced in three different directions, surprising and scattering the rebels in all directions. Gunnery Sergeant Daly fought with exceptional gallantry against heavy odds throughout this action. I would say, hell yeah, he did. Think about that. They got caught in an ambush. Most of their platoon was killed. They lost their heavy weapon. And they fight forward to get a defensive position to try to save themselves and fight back. And, and what does Daly do? He slips out in the middle of the night, jumps in the river, unhooks the machine gun from the back of the mule, straps it to his back, runs back in the darkness, in the jungle, and saves his Marine, his Marines. This is the kind of iconic badassery Daly was known for, as we talked, his second Congressional Medal of Honor. What he did is, is absolutely amazing. It, it's that inner badass, that inner gumption, that inner, I am going to prevail against any odd. Dan Daly, wow. Give me that good old Marine Corps spirit. 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 And it's good enough for me. And it's good enough for me. After Haiti, Daly served on the fleet aboard the USS Newark, the USS Panther, the USS Cleveland, the USS Marietta, the USS Mississippi, the USS Ohio, and the USS Machias. He saw combat in Cuba, Mexico, Puerto Rico, and Panama, 
Then World War I came calling. And that's right, during World War I, Daly served at the Battle of Belleau Wood in France. This battle is considered one of the bloodiest U.S. forces would fight in that war. As Marine Corps legend goes, the Germans were surprised by the ferocity of the U.S. Marines and nicknamed them Tufelhunden, which is German for devil dogs. To this day, Marines are often referred to and claim the title of devil dogs because they fought so fierce against the Germans at Bella Wood. Daly is also attributed in Marine Corps lore on June 6, 1918, as yelling, Come on, you sons of bitches, do you want to live forever? to his men during the Battle of Bella Wood. Daly later told the Marine Corps historian, those probably weren't his words. He thought he said, for Christ's sake, men, come on, do you want to live forever? The Chicago Tribune correspondent Floyd Gibbons, who was at Bella Wood, reported hearing the words which he attributed to an unnamed gunnery sergeant. To this day, Dan Daly is still attributed with this quote, and it's even engraved on the walls of the National Museum of the Marine Corps at Quantico, Virginia. For his actions at Belle Wood, Daly was recommended for a third Medal of Honor. Can you believe that? A third Medal of Honor. However, however, during the processing for his medal, a lot of the brass thought that awarding three Medals of Honor to the same man was unacceptable. Really? He's a badass SOB. Why would it be unacceptable? So instead, Daly was awarded the Distinguished Service Cross and later the Navy Cross. Without getting into a whole lot of explanation of what he really did, it's really captured in his Navy Cross citation. It states, The President of the United States of America takes pleasure in presenting the Navy Cross to First Sergeant Daniel Joseph Daly, United States Marine Corps, for repeated deeds of heroism and great service while serving with the 73rd Company 6th Regiment Marine 2nd Division on June 5th, June 7th, 1918, and on June 10th, 1918, in the attack on Bowers's France. On June 5th, at the risk of his life, 1st Sergeant Daly extinguished a fire in an ammunition dump. On June 7th, while his position was under violent bombardment, he visited all the gun crews of his company and then posted over a wide portion of the front to cheer his men on. On June 10th, he attacked an enemy machine gun emplacement unassisted and captured it by the use of hand grenades and his automatic pistol. On the same day during the German attack, he saved many lives and brought the wounded under fire back to seek medical attention. So let's think about that just for a minute. They didn't want to give him a third Congressional Medal of Honor. Well, yeah, why? I mean, he only extinguished a fire in an ammunition dump, which would have destroyed his entire unit. He fired up his team in a way that put him in harm's way. And then most importantly, he attacked a machine gun emplacement by himself with a friggin' handgun and a grenade. Think about that. Do you have the huevos rancheros inside you to charge a machine gun nest with a pistol and a hand grenade. Some of us may not realize we have that inside us, but I think a lot of us would look at that situation and go, 
Ah, uh, yeah, no, man, I'm good. I'm good. But yet, he was denied a third Congressional Medal of Honor. However, he did receive the Navy Cross, which is, in the Marine Corps, the second highest combat valor award that is available. C-130 rolling down the strip. C-130 rolling down the strip. Recon Daddy gonna take a little trip. Recon Daddy gonna take a little trip. Mission top secret destination unknown. Mission top secret destination unknown. I don't know if I'm ever coming home. I don't know if I'm ever coming home. Stand up, buckle up, and shuffle to the door. Stand up, buckle up, and shuffle to the door. Jump right out and shout Marine Corps. Jump right out and shout Marine Corps. Dan Daly's decorations and medals include two Medals of Honor, the Navy Cross, the Distinguished Service Cross, three letters of commendation, good conduct medal with two bronze stars, the China Relief Expedition Medal, the Philippine Campaign Medal, the Expeditionary Medal with one bronze star, Mexican Service Medal, Haitian Campaign Medal, and the World War I Victory Medal. Dan Daly retired from the United States Marine Corps in February 1929 with just over 30 years of service to the Corps. He worked as a banker for 17 years after he retired, and he died in 1937 at the age of 65. He is buried at Cypress Hills National Cemetery in Brooklyn, New York. A Fletcher-class destroyer, the USS Daly, was named in honor of Dan Daly and was commissioned on March 10, 1943. The Daly fought bravely in the Pacific Fleet, earning eight battle stars during 27 months of service in World War II. So yeah, the legacy of Dan Daly continued on the ship named after him and was still a badass and taken names even after he had died. On November 10th, 2005, the United States Postal Service issued its Distinguished Marine Stamp Series in which Dan Daly was honored along with three other Marine Corps heroes. That's right, John Bassalone, John Lejeune, and Chesty Puller. His two Medals of Honor are currently on display at the National Museum of the Marine Corps in Quantico. I live in Northern Virginia, actually not that far away from the museum. I've gone there several times, and I have seen his quote engraved in the walls, and it's really been amazing to see his Congressional Medals of Honor there and to know that his legacy is alive and well within the United States Marine Corps. This is in celebration of a legendary Marine, an American badass, Dan Daly. Thank you for your service. Left, right, Leo. Left, right, Leo. Hello, right, Leo. Hello, right, Leo. Marines. 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 All right. Hey, Nerd Herd. Thank you for checking out this episode celebrating Marines Dan Daly and all of our veterans. If you are a veteran or know a veteran in need of VA benefits, they can go online to va.gov to learn more. However, I would suggest that no veteran do this alone and have a veteran service organization provide free assistance in establishing their claim and their benefits. 
I myself received help from the Disabled American Veterans, or DAV, and would recommend them. And you can check out DAV at DAV.org if you are in need of claims and appeals assistance. If you are a veteran in crisis, or you know of a veteran struggling with mental health issues, please use 988 and then 1. This is the VA crisis line. They've recently changed the number. So again, it's 988 and then press 1 for veterans. This line has trained counselors to provide assistance and referrals right on the spot. They can help avoid an unfortunate situation. No one should struggle alone. Please, please reach out and provide that help for yourself or a veteran you know that is struggling. I appreciate you spending some of your precious time today with What's Shaking with Shanner and encourage you to give us a review and a rating on Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. We would also love to hear from you, so you can always drop us a note on our website or send an email to shaner at shakenshaner.com. Remember, no G in shaken. You can also follow us on Twitter at shakenshaner. And again, there's no G in shaken. I greatly appreciate all of you. And until the next time, when we again journey into the passion and the madness of the geek, the nerd, and often the absurd. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Thank you.